Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Wadley Successful Law Firm Podcast. This is season two, and I'm Nermeen, your podcast host. Hey, law firm owners, this is Nermeen, law firm strategist and host of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. This podcast is for law firm owners who are tired of the same bad law firm advice that's outdated and doesn't apply to your small law firm. We'll discuss everything there is to know about your law firm, including your numbers, hiring, operations, especially how to think, act, and behave like a CEO, not just a lawyer who happens to own a business. I'm here to talk about strategy and not your feelings. So here we go. So last episode, we kicked off the year by talking about how much money you need to make in your law firm. Now I've heard back from a lot and I know that a lot of you are heading in the right direction for figuring out your number. If you haven't already reached out to me, please do reach out to me. I'm here to help you and help you figure out what that number should be. I don't want you to be moving toward, you know, a blank target or something that's kind of a range like 300 to 500,000. That's not really an accurate range. So definitely want to help you. And if you haven't reached out to me yet, please do email, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, those are the best ways to get with me. Um, let's talk a little bit about your sources of income. So that's going to be today's episode. And I want you to get in the habit of looking at your services that you provide in many buckets. So let's say there's a really big bucket. You are a family law attorney. In that bucket, 70% of your work could be divorce. But don't just leave it at that. I want you to drill in even further, okay? Is it divorce from, you know, first-time married couples? Is it divorce and it's messy divorces? Or are these uncontested divorces, right? I really want you to get in the habit of breaking down your clients as specifically as you can and really assigning percentages of how much business does my practice make every single year from this one category. Because as you are starting to look at your practice, you need to know where you are right now. And you can't just say, I'm a family law attorney and I made $200,000 last year and I have one employee, which puts me at $130,000 a year net, including office space and everything. That's not enough information. I really want you to start drilling down. And Usually when I start talking about this to my clients, they kind of say, this sounds really great, Nermeen, woohoo! And then they never go to the next step, which is actually drilling down. And what's probably one of the most interesting things is a lot of my clients think that something is a higher percentage of their business than it actually is in fact. Or they're just completely wrong about the number. like. They think that 50% of their business is, you know, H-1B visas, when in fact it's only 20%. But it feels like 50% because that 
time of the lottery feels so insanely busy and you're doing so many cases and you're getting so many phone calls and yada, 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 that in your mind, it feels like it's one thing, but in reality, it's something completely different. Now, you're a trial attorney and I know, even if you're not a trial attorney, you've probably heard this at some point, but witness testimony is sometimes the most unreliable witness testimony and form of testimony because as humans, we tend to warp things, right? They were wearing a blue sweater when in fact, you know, it was a green t-shirt, right? Like it gets completely warped. So I want you to think about, are you doing that with your business? Are you saying that 10% of your business is prenup when maybe it's 25%? Are you saying that 70% of your clients are restaurants when only 20% are, but it feels like you're doing a lot of work for them because they are so demanding as clients? Start looking at the categories. And this is why it's so important for you to have the data collection process in place and the habit in place of collecting the data and then analyzing it. It happens in two steps. It's not one step, it's a two-step process. So yes, you have the number, you're collecting it. What is your system for collecting it? Paper and pen? Is it an Excel spreadsheet? Is it Airtable? That's what my clients use. That's what I use. What is it? How are you looking at this information? And then how often are you going back and updating it, right? So most systems will give you a snapshot in time and then you do have to go through and add it. So what that means is May numbers came in, you know, in May you made $20,000 and then you have other numbers that come in for June. You have to go through and add in June's numbers, right? Like manually. Guess who doesn't do that? Your bookkeeper doesn't do that. Your accountant doesn't do that. Some CFOs might do that. Your paralegal's not doing it. It's not your office manager's job to do it. You know whose job it is? You, as the CEO, to look at your numbers, to collect it, to analyze it, to review it, right? Okay, so as we're talking about buckets of data and buckets of your clients to see where they fall in line, the reason it's so important is because we want to start identifying trends and patterns. Because if you set a goal for yourself that in 2022, you're gonna make, you know, $400,000 and you're gonna bring on an associate that you're gonna pay $100,000 to, and then you're gonna have a paralegal at 50,000, leaving you with 250 net. It's a great practice. $250,000 in many places gets you a lot of things. Now, if that's what you have said to yourself, you then need to make sure that the kind of clients that you're working with, the kind of cases you're taking on are the ones that are going to drive that growth, right? The whole point in creating your number is to make it achievable. And how do you make it achievable? By setting mini goals for yourself. Yes, you can set quarterly goals, of course, but what's even better is by splitting your clients into buckets, looking for trends and patterns. Who gives you the most amount of money? Is it the restaurant client or is it the other small business owner that has an accounting practice and needs you to create employment agreements and, you know, employee handbooks and things like that, right? Like, is that the better client? You've got to be able to look at this information 
because you've got 12 months ahead of you. And if you start targeting and marketing the wrong audience, you are pushing divorces instead of prenups. You are pushing restaurant clients instead of other small business owners. And then you come back at the end of 2022 and it's December and we're here again. And you're looking at it and you're saying, wow, I did not hit my numbers. This would be the place to identify the root cause, the root problem, right? We're having this conversation early on in the year because it is so incredibly important for you to start thinking about the categories of clients that you have. Call it your sources of income, call it whatever you want to call it, but you need to start looking at it individually, not holistically. Yes, holistically, they're gonna get you that $400,000 a year, but individually, you need to know what kind of service you are offering them. I've talked about this before, and I will keep talking about it again and again. Numbers are incredibly important to your law firm. You have to know what's coming in, what's going out, and for what's coming in, where is it coming from, right? What, what is the service offering that you are being paid for? And truth moment, I can almost guarantee you that the thing that you think is driving your practice is not the thing. You might be thinking that 70% of your clients are coming from employment law, but in fact, they're not. They're coming for something completely different, or maybe only 30% of clients are coming from employment law. These are the things that you wanna track in your business right now early on so that you know exactly where you are at any given point in time with your law firm. You wanna know how many divorce clients you have, how many prenup clients you have, how many child custody modification clients you have. And the reason that that data is so important is not just from a money perspective, but also a time perspective, an energy perspective, right? If you know that you are amazing at prenups, that they take you literally one consult, one hour drafting, and then one hour presenting, and then one hour making edits, that's four hours of your time, and you're charging a flat rate of $3,000 for a prenup, that kind of seems like a no-brainer, right, when it comes to building your business, because that's four hours of time, $3,000. And then you look at the flip side, you look at child custody, and you're like, okay, this is emotional, it's difficult, I'm spending a lot of time on the call with a client, I can't charge them for it because really they're just emotional and upset about something that's going on with their children, with the husband, with the ex, you know, whatever the situation is, you are playing more therapist. So that's taking your time. You can't charge for that time. Now all of a sudden you've got, you know, 10 child custody modification cases and they're taking over your schedule and you can't charge what you want to charge. You can't charge as much as you are for prenups. So all of that to say, this isn't just about the money. This is about your time and how to effectively make money as a business owner while using your time wisely. Notice I did not say efficiently. You could be super efficient at child custody, but at the end of the day, it still takes more time 
than a prenup and 100% of your marketing efforts are behind child custody, but the prenup gives you more money and less stress and less time that you have to spend in the office, right? That's something to think about there. That's why we're having these conversations, right? This is the knowing part. I want you to know the numbers in your practice. Now, here's your assignment. Go and do. Do the breakdown. Find the system. Take the hour to create the Excel spreadsheet. Schedule the 15 minutes on your calendar every first of the month to update that Excel spreadsheet and get those numbers going. Start analyzing your data, start analyzing your past clients. I usually say go back to a full 12 months. So all of 2021. If 2020 was an unusual year for you, then don't go back to 2020. Obviously just stick to 2021. And just look at the data. Was this a personal injury case? Was this car accident? Was this, you know, um, slip and fall? Was this medical malpractice? Like start getting in the habit of putting people, putting your cases and your sources of income into buckets. I made $400,000 last year. 200,000 came from personal injury, car accidents. 100,000 came from medical malpractice. And then another 100,000 came from, you know, slip and fall. That information, that kind of breakdown is exactly what you need to know to get to 500,000, to get to a million. Okay. So that's everything for this episode. Please, please, please take the time to do. I don't want you to just listen to this as another podcast. This isn't intended to be a feel good podcast. This is a do, do, do kind of podcast. Okay. So I want you to go and do the work. So when you do the work, check back in with me and I will be happy to talk to you about it some more. All right. That's everything for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. Bye lawyers. Hey, law firm owners. Thanks so much for listening into another episode of the wildly successful law firm podcast. I so appreciate your support and being here. Please, please, please take two seconds to subscribe to the podcast or to leave a review. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter because I do send a lot of specials and offers and just cool things via email once every week. The link to sign up is below. Thank you so much again for supporting me. I am here to help you grow your wildly successful law firm. Thank you.